Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to the Live Healthy with Leanne podcast. My name is Leanne and I'm your host and I'm so excited to be chatting with you again today. I hope your day and week are off to a great start. It's currently a cozy, rainy day out. It is Friday when I'm recording this. I went to a gorgeous hot Pilates class this morning, came home, showered, made a delicious smoothie bowl. Now I am sitting on my cozy reading chair in the corner of my room under a blanket and I'm just feeling really happy and calm and yeah. Today is also December 1st and I don't know about you but I love the feeling of the first day of a new month. It just, I don't know, it gives me like an added sense of motivation and excitement and I love December already, the lead up to Christmas. There's just this excitement and just like holiday cheer in the air. Um, I love listening to Christmas music. There's lots of like holiday gatherings and parties and just more time with friends and family, which I obviously love. And I'm very much looking forward to having some time off from school. My last day of teaching is on December 15th, and then I'm off until January 10th. So it'll be nice to take some time off from school and teaching and spend some more time with my family, my friends, and give myself some extra rest. My last week was, I guess, just an okay week overall. Um, it was definitely pretty busy with the semester of school wrapping up. It's hard right now balancing, like for my schooling, I have obviously my courses for school, so I have assignments and final projects for that, but I'm also teaching sixth grade, like, you know, at the same time. So it's hard balancing like lesson planning, unit planning for my sixth grade class while doing my own homework while also still working part-time at my recruiting job. So it's just a lot. And also this past week, my boyfriend and I fully moved out of our apartment. As you guys know, I moved back home, um, I'd say like mid-September, mid um, but our lease was up actually yesterday, the last day of November. So my boyfriend has been living there until yesterday. So we had to fully get everything out. And granted, although I, technically moved out a couple months ago, I still had so much of my own junk in that apartment. So I had to remove all of it and just help him get out of there. Um, I don't know. And I also feel like there have been a couple days this past week where it's been like pitch black and just super dark and cold and gray by like 3 p.m. And it just makes afternoons and evenings quite long and honestly kind of depressing. There was actually one evening this past week where I just could not stop crying and my mom came in my room and she's like what's wrong like why are you crying and I'm like I honestly don't know like I think it's just I was having a bad day my mindset wasn't good that day and I decided the next day when I got home from school and teaching I was going to get my work done and then I was going to hit a workout and just stay busy and stay productive and that just helps my mood so, so much. But anyways, let's move into some of my favorites from this past week. Um, a new season, or I guess like the first part of the new season of The Crown has been released on Netflix. So I've been watching that with my parents. We watched 
um, the first four episodes and it's so good. It's all about like the story of Princess Diana. So if you're into like royalty and you know, the royal family and all that kind of stuff, you'll definitely enjoy it. It's really well done. The characters like resemble the actual people so well. Like they did an amazing job at casting. The acting's great. Um, I just love the crown TV series in general. So if you haven't watched it, um, definitely give it a try and then definitely watch the new season as well. Another favorite of mine for this past week is just getting out of my comfort zone and trying new workouts, new workout classes, new studios. Um, so I recently have been trying the new Jaybird location in Yorkville, and it's good for me to challenge myself because as you guys know, I'm a major creature of habit. I like what I like, and I like sticking to what I know and what I feel comfortable with, but that's not where the growth happens. And it is fun for me to challenge myself with, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone and even just going to a new workout studio is daunting in itself, but also just going by yourself is an added level of, you know, nerves. So I'm very proud of myself for doing that. I went to, I've now gone to two classes by myself. Um, I went to their reformer Pilates class last week. And then today I actually tried their mat Pilates class. I was not aware that it was like a hot Pilates class. And when I was checking in at the front desk, the girl was like, oh, like, do you want to rent a towel? And I was like, oh yeah, like, I guess, like, I didn't know I was going to be uh, dripping. So I did not strategically plan my hair, hair washing schedule well, because I washed my hair yesterday thinking that today it would just be like, you know, a Pilates class. I wouldn't be sweating that much and I wouldn't have to wash my hair, but oh my gosh, the class was amazing, but I was drenched. Like it was literally like I did a hot yoga class but it's all good. Washed my hair. Now we're clean. Uh, but yeah, I've been enjoying getting out of my comfort zone with movement and with workouts. My third and final favorite, something that I feel like I've mentioned many times already, but it is incline walking on the treadmill while watching either YouTube girls that I love to watch or a particular like TV show on Netflix. I love saving my YouTube videos or a certain TV show and only watching it while I'm incline walking on the treadmill. It's like a reward of some kind. Um, but I don't know, I've never been the type of person who can walk or run on the treadmill and just listen to music or a podcast and just be distracted by like audio. <laughs> I need that visual distraction and it makes the time go by so, so fast. So if you're someone who dreads the winter time and having to like do the treadmill instead of say walking or running outside as often, I highly recommend putting on a YouTube video, a TV show, a TV series that you like and watching it while you are on the treadmill. It will make it 10 times more enjoyable. So moving into the topic of today's episode, I wanted to discuss how I healed my relationship with food. Talking about my past food issues seems like honestly like a lifetime ago. Like I feel so far removed from that now. And there's been so much growth and self-love, self-development and maturity that's happened in myself in the last like six to eight years of my life. And it's so rewarding and cool for me to look back and see how much I've changed and grown as a person. And I don't love talking about my eating disorder because, you know, it's just, it was not a happy time in my life, but 
I think it is important for me to talk about because if there's any tip or, you know, sprinkle of hope that I can give somebody who's struggling, if I could just help one person in their journey to recovery, then it is so worth it to me. So just a little bit of a backstory. I was diagnosed with anorexia in 2016, so when I was in my first year of university. And while I was recovering, I obviously gained weight that I desperately needed to, and I kind of went into what I'd say is a sort of like pseudo-recovery stage where I developed orthorexic tendencies. And for those of you who don't know what orthorexia is, it is the unhealthy obsession with eating healthy. And I was so judgmental of others and shamed other people for eating sweets and eating quote unquote unhealthy food. I genuinely felt this like sort of like superiority complex because I ate so quote unquote clean. I decided upon myself that I was going to be the epitome of health and had to live up to this standard that I set for myself. It was in this time that I also created my Leanne Lives Healthy Instagram page. And, you know, I genuinely think that creating my Instagram helped me so, so much. I can dive into that a little bit later, but creating content, creating recipes and posting my food, it helped me so much. And finding inspirations from others who were posting their food and things, it helped me significantly. So I think there's a lot of I'd say like negativity around social media and perpetuating eating disorders and things like that. But from my personal experience, it helped me so much. But back to my kind of history with, you know, anorexia and then diving kind of into the orthorexia, it kind of became like, you know, oh, Leanne doesn't eat that. Leanne might not eat anything at this restaurant. It honestly took a while to get out of that. I genuinely barely even recognized who I was back then and I said this to a friend the other day and I think it's so true that each year of our 20s we grow so so much and I look at my I look back at myself a year ago and think of how much I've grown and changed and matured and I often think oh my gosh I was so stupid last year or two years ago and probably in a couple years I'll look back at myself right now and be like what were you doing Leanne but but my philosophy of food and my outlook on quote unquote healthy eating has changed significantly in the past couple years. I used to think that eating healthy meant being restrictive. And now for me, healthy eating is all about balance and nourishing my body, mind, and my soul. Food is meant to be enjoyed and shared and experienced. It should be fun and welcoming and thoroughly enjoyed. So now moving into what has actually helped me heal my relationship with food. I want to start off by saying that this is so tricky and food issues among women and men are honestly so prevalent. And it's not like something like alcohol where you can completely cut it out of your life if you have any sort of issue with it. We need food to survive, so any sort of eating disorder or disordered eating must be dealt with on a daily basis. And I want to reiterate that I am not a doctor or a medical professional of any kind, so please seek 
professional help if this is something that you are struggling with. Now, my healing journey was definitely a slow and gradual process. It's not like I woke up one day and I now had a healthy relationship with food. It took years of hard work and commitment to myself that I wanted to get better and I wanted to live my best and fullest life and not let my eating disorder control me anymore. So the first thing that I did to heal my relationship with food was actively choosing to be kind to my body, respecting it, and choosing to take care of it rather than punish it. You need to decide that you want to do better for yourself. No one can force you. It is up to you to do the work and to make the commitment to yourself. You also need to remind yourself that you are so much more than your body. And there is so much more value to you as a person than your outer appearance and what food you decide to eat. Another major thing for me was I wanted to have the energy to do all the things that I wanted to do. And when I was under eating, I was not able to live my best life. Another thing that I did that I highly recommend is that I went to therapy. I went to an eating disorder specialized therapist for, I want to say like a year, a year and a half. And it helped me so much, although it was difficult and I often was crying after the sessions. It brought out a lot of emotions and things. At the end of the day, it benefited me and the woman that I had gave me so many tools that I now have in my toolkit to carry with me for the rest of my life. The third thing that I did was I read the book called Intuitive Eating. It's by Evelyn Triboli. I'll link her book in the show note captions, but it is amazing. It's all about intuitive eating, the principles of intuitive eating, rejecting the diet mentality, rejecting the food police, all the things. And just, it really, it gave me like some concrete evidence and facts and things to take into my daily life. Another thing that I did that helped me significantly and is something that I really suggest to you if you are struggling with eating, is to surround yourself with people who have a healthy relationship with food. If you are amongst others who have a positive relationship with food, who eat intuitively, who don't, you know, make unhealthy comments about this and that, it will seep into you and your views as well. So we have to choose those people wisely. Another thing that I highly suggest is to do a friend audit. Obviously, we have friends in our lives who bring various things to the table, but I think if you are spending a lot of time with people who have issues with food or, you know, have lots to comment on in regards to food and healthy eating and this and that, you need to decide whether, you know, that friendship is important enough to you to you know, try and move past that and maybe have a conversation with them and say, you know, this doesn't really help me. Maybe we don't make those particular comments. But I genuinely think if you are surrounding yourself with people who have an unhealthy relationship with food and their body, it will be more difficult for you to 
grow and get past that because of them. And this moves me into my next point of auditing your social media. What we consume on a daily basis, whether it's subconsciously or not, really has an effect on us. So take some time to unfollow people on Instagram or mute their stories or do whatever you need to do so that you are taking in the content and information that is beneficial to you. I know it's so tempting to watch people's stories who they may not be somebody who we particularly like, but we're say interested in their lives or we have like a love hate relationship with them, but we're just super curious in their lives. If that is not healthy for you and if they are not bringing any value or positivity to your day and life, I highly suggest just muting them, unfollowing them. And instead of those particular people, seek out following people on social media who have the views that you are trying to have yourself. So say you want to become an intuitive eater and you want to have a healthy relationship with your body, seek out those people and pages on Instagram or TikTok because it will help you so much along your journey. The next thing that I suggest to you and is something that I did that really helped me heal my relationship with food was communicating my needs to my friends and family. I think a lot of us think that, oh, people should just know, you know, we need this or we know they should know that we need that. But it is up to us to communicate to the people that we love that we need something and you know hopefully they listen and if they do that's great Um, but we can't just assume that they know what we need so tell your parents or tell your boyfriend tell your best friend please don't comment on my food choices or you know what i decide to eat or things like that because it doesn't help me with my journey like period to them it might not be not be a big deal so They don't think anything is wrong with it, but to us, it might not be helping us. So we need to communicate that with them. And if they love us, then they will obviously listen. The next step that I think will help you heal your relationship with food is to challenge yourself with foods that are fearful fearful for you um, and be slow with it. Don't go from zero to a hundred, have grace with yourself and slowly but surely you will gain the confidence in yourself that you can enjoy all foods. This kind of moves into my next tip, but it's to really place no foods off limits. We think that if we're allowed to eat everything, we will and that's not actually the case. If you're say always allowed to have a cookie, the thought of eating a cookie doesn't sound that desirable all the time. When you do eat the cookie, you can stop at one or two because you know that you can have more later if you feel like it or tomorrow or the next day. My next tip for you is to stop placing certain foods on pedestals and really begin to view food as just food. There's no food that's good or bad. Obviously, there's more foods that are more nutrient-dense than others, but food at the end of the day is just food. And this really helped me start to view food on like a neutral playing field and not view some with more, you know, glory or whatnot. My next tip for you is to really just remind yourself that 
life is just too damn short. And something that I often think about is when I am 90 years old and when I'm in that nursing home, I want to look back on the life that I lived and think, wow, I lived my life to the absolute fullest. I traveled, I enjoyed all these foods, I made all these memories, I made an impact on the world in some way. I don't want to look back on my life with any regret of, I missed out on certain things, I missed out on certain experiences because my disordered eating held me back. You deserve to allow yourself to live the best life that you possibly can. And don't be the one to hold yourself back from this. My last and final tip is to remember that there are still going to be bad days. You just have to remember that you have tools and strategies to help you through it now. Obviously, I feel very far removed from my eating disorder days. I feel so confident and secure in my body and in my relationship to food, but even still now, I obviously have bad body image days, bad days with my eating, but it doesn't control me anymore. And I know what to do to get out of that and not let it go beyond a day or two. So I hope some of this resonated with you. And please remember if you are struggling with your body or eating, you are not alone. You have so many people who love you and care about you in your life and so many people who want you to succeed and to live your fullest life. So with that, I love you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating and a review. If you think that somebody might benefit from listening to this episode, send it over to them. Um, follow me on Instagram at healthy and on TikTok at healthy as well. I'm looking forward to chatting with you again next Monday. And yeah, please reach out if you ever need a friend, need support. I am always here for you guys. 